Thanks for joining Impact Boom. On this episode... As a sector, I think it's helped the shift from customers to support local and to think about supply chains and be at home and be more mindful of their local businesses, I think has been really positive for a lot of social enterprises that I know. I think we need to get better at communicating our benefit and impact and our needs as a sector. Welcome to impactboom.org. We search the globe to find the people, stories, ideas, and inspiration to help you create maximum positive impact. Each week, Impact Boom brings you thought-provoking interviews with world-leading practitioners passionate about creating positive social change. These designers, social entrepreneurs, educators, innovators, thinkers, and doers share their projects, initiatives, thoughts, and insights on creating a better world. You can find all the stories, links, and other great content at impactboom.org. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter for the latest updates, or subscribe to the newsletter or on iTunes. Thanks for listening to episode 236 of Impact Boom. My name's Indio Miles, and I'm passionate about communicating the initiatives and enterprises causing sustainable and positive change globally. Today, we're speaking with Marion Glover. Marion is the founding and managing director of Vessel Nunda, a BYO container shop for skincare and cleaning products in Brisbane. With a background in environmental management and public health, and with experience in government, private firms, and community-based organizations, Vessel Nunda was a first foray into business and social enterprise. Marion completed Impact Boom's Elevate Plus program in 2019 and is currently developing a second business, which will help nonprofit groups around Brisbane to start their own refill shops. On today's podcast, we're going to discuss the driving force behind Vessel Nunda's success, their range of eco-friendly and sustainable skincare products, and the rising opportunities for the social enterprise sector in Brisbane and nationally. Marion, thank you so much for joining us. It's great to be speaking with you again. Hi, Indio. Thank you very much for having me today. It's a real pleasure. To start off, could you please share a bit about your background and what led to you working in the social enterprise sector? So I grew up in northern New South Wales where there are some truly magnificent rainforests and rivers and I always had a really deeply rooted sort of appreciation for nature and a desire to protect it. This sort of led into me doing my undergrad degree in environmental management and then when I moved up to Brisbane from my degree I went in to work for the Queensland government in the environment department and sort of learned about the UN's Millennium Development Goals as they were at the time and I have now morphed into the Sustainable Development Goals and I really latched on to those concepts and ideas and love that tri- triple bottom line thinking with the social, environmental and economic goals sort of mutually reinforcing each other and working through that as a, a global framework. So I've kept always kept them as sort of personal goals for what I want to work towards in my own life and business as well. Then between having my two kids, I went back to study a grad diploma of public health in continuing that line of interest. And then after my eldest started school, I decided to act on plastic waste in my own household and was kind of really frustrated with the lack of options that were available to me in Brisbane to shop for sort of household essentials produced plastic. They were just way too expensive and there weren't many around. So I decided to solve that problem myself by starting Vessel Nunda. 
Fantastic, Marion. That's really good. It's a really good obvious lead into the next question. Vessel Nunda is an eco-friendly store selling a variety of zero-waste cleaning, hygiene, and self-care products. So could you tell us maybe a little bit more about Vessel Nunda and the impact that you work to create? Sure. So as you said in the intro, we're a bring-your-own container shop for skincare and cleaning products. So basically the concept is you refill the containers that you already have, or we do have some that you can buy, to refill all those sort of household essentials like hand soap, dishwashing liquid, shampoo, multi-purpose cleaners, all that stuff that you go through sort of on a day-to-day basis. And you don't need the bottle every time. You have a whole heap of issues with the type of packaging that you usually get those products in. There's mixed plastics. There's colours of plastics that can't be recycled. People get confused about what can and can't be recycled. So it's really just much better to refill what you've already got and just get that whole recycling confusion out of the way. This has been open for just over two and a half years now. And in that time, we've saved over 13,500 mil equivalent bottles from being produced, shipped and disposed of. So there's a lot of impact sort of all through the supply chain with packaging that reusing just completely avoids, which is a great solution. We also work with the Nunda Community Enterprise Cooperative, who are sort of, I think, one of Queensland, if not Australia's oldest social enterprises. They're real giants in the ecosystem who are wonderful to work with. And we employ one of their constituents with a disability, Susan, and she does a store, a shift in the store each week, which she really loves. And we love being able to to help her with that as well. All the products sell are sourced as locally as possible. So most of them are made by family businesses in southeast Queensland or Wide Bay Northern, or Northern New South Wales. And that really helps us reduce the impacts from transport as well. And we're supporting a network of local businesses. The products are all cruelty-free and they're all people and planet-friendly too. So it's just a win-win-win, really. Yeah, no, that's amazing, Marion. There's so many kind of areas and facets of impact there. And it's very clear that you've thought very deeply about all of these areas that you can kind of target. And I think kind of looking at that as well, you'll be able to maybe share some of the biggest lessons that you've had and that you've learned in starting a social enterprise yourself. Yes. Well, as you said again in the start, it was very much my first foray into business at all. My first business I've started and making it a social enterprise just to me really felt like a no-brainer. If you're going to do business, let's make it the best it can be and make it work for everyone. But the one of the main things that I really love about social enterprise now that I'm more familiar with the people and players and shapes that can come in is that diversity and business types. There's just so many to social enterprise and I love it. So you've got like businesses who create their impact through their actual operations like Vessel Nunda or Mama Got Skills or Food Connect. There's ones who support employment for disadvantaged groups like the co-op that I work with. They're like Mantua Sewing Studio and then ones who just sort of donate through their more mainstream businesses like Give Industries who are like electrical tradies but who give a massive amount to like really important global causes. And I just love that you can work with your passions and your skill sets and create change and impact in so many ways. And then you've got the really big players like Whitebox Enterprises and Jigsaw and then businesses using tech platforms like Shinobi. So there's really something for everyone in social enterprise at every level. And I love that diversity in skill set and business types. So you can, you can work so many ways to make your impact. 
Fantastic. It's really good to see that passion there, Marion. And it's really good just summary of the sector kind of as a whole that you provided. So I guess we'll move on now to, yeah, we've got to talk about this year. It's been a big year, obviously, 2020, but it's also been a fantastic opportunity for all the difficulty for enterprises to pivot their brand and kind of offer value in different ways. So just want to ask you, what opportunities do you see for the social enterprise sector moving through obstacles such as COVID-19? And what were some strategies that Bessel Nunda even implemented to adapt? That's a really big question. There's a lot in there. <laughs> yeah, Starting with Bessel Nunda. So being a bricks and mortar retail store, there were some really sort of immediate and apparent changes we needed to make to adjust to COVID. First of all, we were very fortunate to be in Brisbane. So we faced much less severe impacts from COVID than other parts of Australia or the world. So we were in the best possible place, I think, really. But And we actually doubled our average monthly sales in March because we had hand sanitizer and hand soap when the supermarkets and things were all sold out. And that was entirely due to our local supply chain, like local manufacturers. And we had lines down the street for vessels. So I had more customers than I'd ever had. So there was quite an opportunity there. Reusable masks too we were selling, which became a hotter item later on. Something I never saw coming, but we managed to to serve a purpose there. So that was good. As a sector, I think it's helped the shift from customers to support local and to think about supply chains and be at home and be more mindful of their local businesses, I think has been really positive for a lot of social enterprises that I know. I think we need to get better at communicating our benefit and impact and our needs as a sector. And I see QSEC, the Queensland Social Enterprise Council, are doing a lot of work on this now. And I think that's really great. And I think we need to get better at working together. And that's something I saw through COVID was a lot of businesses reaching out to each other to support and complement and work together. And I think we can really keep that going. So some amazing insights there, Marion, to hear. And it's also, it's fantastic to hear how well Vessel Nunda managed to capitalise on that opportunity. And it shows that there is a lot of opportunity, even in those difficult times. Yeah. Awesome. So we'll move on now to maybe a bit lighter of a topic, perhaps, now that we've talked (laughs) about kind of this year. But we've got something about what inspiring projects and initiatives have you come across recently, which you find are creating positive social change? Yeah, that's a fun one to talk about. So I'm currently participating in CIFA's Kickstarter program, which is sort of going till the end of the year. And that, as everything is being run this year, it's an online version. So I'm sort of in a cohort with social enterprises from all over Australia, which is quite fun. And one of those is Born Clothing, who do Guido repellent t-shirts. And obviously they serve a purpose in themselves, but then the money from that they raise through that business is funding mosquito overseas to help combat deaths from malaria and they're a really awesome young team who are just so full of energy and I think their product and their mission is just so valuable they've been really really fun to work with there's another business in that cohort called boxhead plastics who are a bit more aligned with the plastics theme that I'm working in so they're using recycled plastic for injection molded items like golf tees and then one that's kind of come out of left field for me that I haven't been involved with a lot before is Naughty Noodle Funhouse on the New South Wales Central Coast so they're like an arts and culture hub who are sort of trying to foster diversity and community inclusion through their arts and culture program 
And they've obviously had a really hard year with events and COVID. They're starting to sort of get more active again now in the end of the year. And their vision and passion has just been so inspiring to to see sort of behind the curtain of and and it's all been really fun. Of course, definitely a difficult kind of space to be stepping into there, especially now. And a couple of amazing initiatives there, Marion, that you just brought into kind of the interview. To finish off, what books or resources would you recommend to our listeners? It sounds funny for a social enterprise, but I did recently read a book called Profit First by um, Mike Michalowicz. And it sounds really bad, but it's, it's mostly about ensuring that you pay yourself as a business owner and founder and that your business is profitable. Now, obviously, what you choose to do with those profits is up to you, whether you donate them or keep them and buy a mansion or whatever. And obviously, in the social sector, we're going to do something better than a mansion. But I think it's something that certainly myself and possibly a lot of social entrepreneurs probably need to take quite seriously because you really can't support yourself on passion alone, unfortunately. And your business does need to be profitable to make the impact that you're wanting to make. So like the money matters. I did also recently read Melinda Gates's The Moment of Lift, which is probably my favourite book I've read this year. And that's about her work with the Bill and Melinda Gates's philanthropic foundation. And basically it's about how empowering women will change the world. Who doesn't love a story about that? I also love looking to Boyan Slat, who founded the great ocean the ocean cleanup, which is about large tech solutions to cleaning up the great ocean garbage patches. And he's got to the point with that initiative where they're actually turning the plastic that they've salvaged from the ocean into products. So he's just released a line of sunnies, which you can buy to to go back to support the cause. I find his global scale and his ability to take such a technologically difficult task and just say, we're going to do this, we're going to solve it, is just so inspiring. And similarly, Thank You products have recently sort of decided to take on the world and I think they've approached like Unilever and a bunch of the other sort of FMCG businesses globally to really take their poverty tackling initiative big time. And I love, I love thinking big like that. So they're really inspiring to, to follow the journey for. That's a fantastic vision there to kind of take on the world, as you were saying. And a couple of excellent reads, which for anyone listening, it will be on the website. But apart from that, Marion, thank you so much for spending some time today to come chat. It was a really great discussion and you had amazing insights there into the sector as a whole and Vessel Nunda. And I've really enjoyed speaking with you. Thank you so much. Thanks, India. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening to Impact Boom. You'll find links to the initiatives, people and resources mentioned in this podcast on impactboom.org. Please leave your comments below and remember, we'll be publishing fresh inspiration and insights to help you create positive impact every week on the website, Facebook page and Twitter.